Every July 2nd, and once again in August, the 17 neighborhoods of Siena in Italy compete in a barebacked, anything-goes horse race around the town's central plaza. It's a tradition that dates back some 800 years. To say that the palio is the biggest thing of the year in Siena is probably an understatement. American-born Anna Piperata moved to Siena to earn her Ph.D. studying the role of St. Catherine of Siena in the art of the Middle Ages. Anna stayed and was eventually baptized into her own neighborhood association, the Contrada of the She-Wolf. Before last year's race, Anna explained to us that her neighborhood's team was an object of pity and the butt of jokes since they hadn't won the polio since 1989. She hoped that being on travel with Rick Steves might bring them some luck. Anna's back with us now to tell us about something completely unexpected that happened for her team in last year's Palio race. It's a big smile on your face when we talk about the Palio. What happened with your neighborhood last year? Well, yes, last year my face would have been still smiley, but not this smiley, because I have found myself in the Lupa Contrada, the Contrada of the She-Wolf. I am American, but I, I was adopted into this Contrada, baptized. I have my neck scarf and everything. And a Contrada is a neighborhood, A right? neighborhood. There are 17 in Siena, and had I chosen one, I probably would have chosen a different one because I did my PhD on St. Catherine of Siena, who was from the Goose. But fate put me in the Lupa, Fate put me in the Contrada that hadn't won in the longest amount of time. There's even a nickname for the losing one yes, like that. the nonna, so the grandmother, <laughs> the one closest to death. Because palio is a metaphor for life. Palio is life. And so the Contrada that wins is newly born, is reborn. And the Contrada that hasn't won in the longest amount of time is the grandmother, the closest to death. So I was in this deathbed of a Contrada. And last year, we had a bit of chaos, I'm not going to lie. We were without a captain. A captain is in charge of the palio, in charge of all the strategies uh, during the race. And so we happened to have, a, for the first time, a prior captain. The president of the Contrada was also the captain of the Contrada. We were destined to run in July of 2016. Destined to run, meaning there's 17 contrada, but only... Well, only 10 run 10 at a time. Run at a time. And so you're one of the 10 neighborhoods yes. that are in the horse race. Yes. And you've got to scramble to get the, the jockey and the horse all well, Yes, out. well, the horse is decided by fate. Everything is luck and fate in the palio. So we were assigned a strong young horse, Preziosa Penelope, precious Penelope, who had run one race, but she hadn't won. And we ended up getting a really great jockey, Scompiglio, which means confusion and chaos, Jonathan Bartoletti. He comes down and he promises to win, as all the jockeys promise to win. We don't always trust jockeys because they are mercenaries, and sometimes they could get paid more by another contrada to lose the race. So did, you, did you trust Jonathan? We put our hopes in Jonathan. We okay. really did. And uh, it worked out because guess what? We were in third place for the entire race. Oh, my God. Hold on. Back up. I'm sitting in the stands of the Palio. My parents are there for the first time ever. We get our position. Your position at the starting line is determined by fate. We are in position number three, a great position for our horse, for our jockey. But then who gets position number four? Our enemy. So our enemy immediately begins taunting our horse and our jockey, and we're just going crazy because, oh my gosh, this can't happen again. Taunting, actually hitting him with his stick? Actually hitting him with his whip. Because and this whip the, is not just any whip. What's it made of? It's a dried tendon. And it's stretched out and dried. <laughs> yes, it's and like, so it's a whip, and it really hurts. I bet. And you can whip your horse, your enemy's horse, and other jockeys And that's well. legal. And that's legal. 
It's all legal. I understand the only rule is there are no rules. There are no... Well, you shouldn't really pull another jockey off a horse as happened last year or two years ago. Okay. But other than but that... But generally, anything goes. Anything it's just who goes. gets across the, exactly. the finish line first. Even a, a horse without a rider on exactly. it Exactly. And the last time Lupa won in 1989, our horse was without a rider, which is a beautiful victory because she wasn't tainted by the jockey, right? So we are in third position, and next to us is our enemy, the porcupine, and they start, you know, beating us and, oh, my gosh, making our horse go crazy. But the line drops, the rope drops, the race starts, and we are in third place for two and a half laps. And then at the final turn, our jockey does a brilliant move. He moves on the inside, and... Everyone is going absolutely crazy. I have goosebumps right now. My heart is pounding. We won after 27 years. Mm. Absolute joy. I could not feel my feet for four hours afterwards. I don't know if that's normal. I lost a shoe in the piazza, but my mother found it afterwards. <laughs> Tears, screams, hugs, sweat, everything mixed together. It was the most fantastic emotion I have ever experienced in my entire the life. The jubilation. I was there. You I was were there. there. Yes. And I couldn't, I thought the crowd was going to rip the jockey to pieces. I, yes. I saw a little fear on the jockey's face. I, I really thought, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, oh, he was hugged and kissed by more people than I can imagine. <laughs> now this is just, the whole race is like less than two minutes. Yeah, about a minute and a half, not even a minute and a half. And the whole city is packed in to the square. Yes. Take us, what was it like? Where were you sitting? I actually happened to be in the stands this time because my uh-huh. parents came and they said, uh-huh. we want to do this right, so we want to sit in the stands. So I had a fantastic position with them. Usually I'm in the center, but you can always find some a good site right. somewhere in the center. And it's, if you're a tourist, you can get there if you don't mind the crowds. No, you can yeah. line up and pile in there. You pile in there, 45,000 new friends, uh, but you actually do have room. <laughs> you can't leave, though. You, you can't leave once, once you're, you're in. No, unless you pass out, right. then the hospital will come and I, get I you. I saw that. Yes. They actually had a few cases because I was looking in a window. I was yes, lucky because yes. I had a special <laughs> perch. And you could see uh, the ambulance. They, yes. could, they could take people out if necessary. Yes. But you're right there. Now, the race lasts for 90 seconds, yes. but the festival goes It for begins days. four days before, basically. Right. So we start our celebrations the night before the assignment of the horses. So on the July 2nd Palio, the horses are assigned on the 29th of June. For the 16th of August, you get your horse on the 13th of August. So the parties begin the nights before, because the night before the assignment of the horses, everyone's in good spirits because everyone has an equal chance of winning all the contratas that are running. Then you get your horse. Getting your horse is crucial because you can get a good horse, so and at this point, horse. some people are thinking, uh, it's hopeless, or yes. we are really in the inner, yeah, exactly. inner track for this. And you mentioned two different dates, so the Palio happens twice yes. each each summer, what, once in July and once in August? July 2nd, August 16th. And you're the Nona, right? That's grandma? Yes. Your losing neighborhood actually <laughs> pulled off a capote. Yes, so this year was historic, not only because we we gave away our old lady bonnet, quote-unquote, and we won the palio, but then on August 13th, I had just come back from a tour. I had literally just got back into my room when the assignment of the horses started, and I learned that Preciosa Penelope had been chosen to run again because the horses don't always run the same races, and then we got her Again. So you got your horse and your jockey again. And then, of course, we got the jockey again. And we were so, oh, gosh, jubilation, jubilation, jubilation. 
the day of the race arrives. We are in the ninth position at the starting gates. Two enemies are running, and so they're beating each other up. We have a clear start, but we don't, we're not in first place right out of the ropes. We are in second, third, fourth place, but then at the last lap, we come ahead and we win a capotto. Capotto means overcoat, but just in Sienese, it means when you win the July and the August Palio. So we went from dalla cuffia al capotto, from the old lady bonnet to the overcoat. And how often does it happen that the same neighborhood wins both races in a year? Very rarely. This is the first time in the 21st century. The last time was 1997 with the Giraffe District. Wow. And the time before that was 1933 when the tortoise, the Tartuja, ah. won. And they won with the same horse and jockey. But you see an easy follow this like we follow the Super yeah. Bowl or something like yes. that. You know it's them. like baseball stats times a million <laughs> times 800 years. Our guest right now on Travel with Rick Steves is Anna Piperato. She's now an especially proud citizen of the Lupa neighborhood in Siena. They finally won the city's legendary Palio horse race last year. Now, if anybody's never seen the Palio, it's quite easy just to go on YouTube and, and, yes. and Google it. Or we have the actual race that we filmed while we were in town on our website, mm-hmm. and you can find that in our show details. But it is a breathtaking race, and it seems like there's more than just one winner. And I learned that yes. only one neighborhood gets to win, but... If your rival neighborhood loses, that's a sort of a a weird little victory for your neighborhood. So the day after the 2nd of July Palio, so on the the 3rd of July, we had our victory parade throughout the entire city. And the Panther District welcomed us with a huge lunch. They gave us this huge party because their enemy, the Eagle, became the grandmother. So they thanked us. They did not win the Palio, but their enemy became the grandmother. So their rival, Mm -hmm. it would be like uh, we have the... Red Sox. That sort of thing, yeah. yeah. That if you could beat them, they would throw you a party. Exactly. What is it physically? It's called the palio, but yes. what is the palio? The palio is a silk banner. Palio comes from palium, uh, Latin for silk, uh-huh. and the original prize was a bolt of silk. Now they are painted banners, and the July palio is, is painted by a Sienese artist, and the August palio is painted by an international artist. And it, it's all about uh, celebrating the Virgin the Mary? The Virgin Mary. She's always front and center. The races are always dedicated to her, and that's why if the horse wins without a jockey, it's even better because the spirit of the Virgin Mary was coursing through its veins. There was a lot of memorable images for me last year at the Mm, Palio, but mm. one of the most, like, just timeless, it was just like, it was like otherworldly, was to be in the Siena Cathedral with Uh, all the neighborhoods packed there, uh, all the banners, all the drums, all the the faces, and then the Palio, the the banner was floating up in front by Uh, the high altar. Yes. And I just thought, this is a remarkable experience just to behold. Yes, and, and it doesn't matter your religion at all. It's all about the experience. And that particular August was very special because we had not one but two banners inside. And, of course, before the Palio race, on the day of the race, uh, the jockey is blessed. But the first thing to be blessed is the horse. And I don't know if she or it is Catholic, but she kisses the host. And the priest says to her, Vai e torna vincitrice. Go and return victorious. It works one out of ten times. We, we actually, I actually witnessed that <laughs> yes. in a different neighborhood. In front of the church, the whole neighborhood had gathered, and the priest was yes. there, and they blessed the horse. Yes. And it was... Uh, and I, nobody again, claps after. It's it was, a very it was, solemn moment. It was moment. solemn. It was very serious. And in some ways, it feels like this is a medieval tradition that survives into the modern world, and it's Siena's kind of private ritual. Yes. What do you make of that? Is it, Where are the roots of this? Why is it such a big deal in Siena? As a tourist, you kind of go, wow, yeah. that's just quite a spectacle. And then the Christia, they do this twice each summer, and they do it every year. Yes. And my friend likes to joke, in Siena, 
you're born, there's the polio, and then you die. Yes. I mean, it's that big a deal for a lot of people. It is. Well, I mean, there there are many pali, which are just races, uh, basically, all throughout Italy. So you have the palio of Siena, of Ferrara, of Asti. These are all 13th century races. Uh, you have more modern palio races. But the idea is it's a way to bring the people together. There are medieval festivals that go back uh, some 800 years. But the Palio of Siena is very special because it never stopped. Other races stopped for a period of 100, 200, mm-hmm. 500 years. Some Pali are new under Mussolini under when he was trying to revive this idea of Italic pride. He instated mm-hmm. new Palio races. But Siena's Palio is the only one that is uninterrupted from the 13th century. It has evolved. It's gone from four races a year down to two. They used to run around the city. Now they run in the Piazza del Campo, the center square of Siena. But it hasn't stopped. And so the districts of Siena are very important because not they're not just areas of the city, but they are part of each person's individual identity. Mm-hmm. And you're a, you're a newcomer. How long have you lived in Siena? Uh, just since 2010. Are you accepted? Are you part of the, the, yes, the scene? Yes, I've been baptized into the Contrada. It's a lay baptism, but uh-huh. done by the president of the Contrada. Um, so during the party, you're, you're in there with all the chaos oh, uh, yes. accepted. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking about the Palio in Siena with a Sienese guide and friend, Anna Piperato. And Anna's particularly happy today because last year, her neighborhood went from being the perpetual loser to Capotti, winning not one but both Palio races in the same year. Now, if you're a tourist, a traveler, Mm. you can look on your calendar, and the Siena Palio happens twice a year. I have never been there until this last year. I was impressed at how realistic it is for a traveler to be part of the fun. The big challenge is having a bed for the night because the city's packed out. (laughs) But you can do that if you book it long in advance. You could also side trip in from Florence. Yes. There's no real tickets to worry about, is there? No, you just have to make sure that you line up behind the Piazza del Campo to get in, in what I like to call your human zit experience, when you kind of get pinged into the Piazza del Campo. It's free. You just have to remember that you stay there. And this is a race. This is very important. This is not for tourists, as some other Palio races are. This is for the Sini. So please come in, enjoy, take pictures. But when the cannon goes off, when the horses come out, you put your cameras away, you get off your boyfriend's shoulders, and you watch. And you are part of it. And then once the race has been won... Please stay out of the way because this is real life. So <laughs> I get the sense of and that. And then you can go to the church and help celebrate. Then you can go to Contrada and have all the vino you want and help celebrate. And those neighborhood banquets that oh, happen yes. leading up are just amazing. Yeah. I remember looking out my hotel window and one part of the day they were setting it up. Mm-hmm. Another part of the day it was just packed with a thousand people it seemed like. And then they cleaned it up yep. and then the next morning it was like it never happened. And we all do that. Everyone helps out. After the race, I remember, for me, quite an emotional, beautiful moment. Uh, the, the party was raging in your neighborhood, the She-Wolf neighborhood. Yes. I was on the, the, the square, Il Campo, and it was empty, and that venerable bell tower was mm. just rocketing high into the sky. And I was just sitting there in the bleachers at that scene of so much pandemonium just a couple hours earlier, mm-hmm. just marveling at the power of that tradition and, and the energy that the city expends on this ritual and the clay was all brought in to make the track, and that'll mm-hmm. have to be trucked away in the next day. And it was silence, and I was just pondering the Palio and Siena and pride mm. and heritage. If you were sitting there on that balcony, looking out over the MP Campo, thinking of what happened that day, what would go through your mind? Gosh, well, since our victory, I've done it many times with a big smile on my face, but I've also done it after horrible defeats. 
but you do think of it's something so much bigger than you. And especially as an American, we have many wonderful traditions here, but something that goes back to the 13th century. 800 years almost. Wow. And something that is so real, as you say, it is real. This is not something that's put on for tourists. Yes, we need the money for the city of Siena. Please bring us your money. But it is something that is so much so much bigger than any one person. And the Contrada itself is bigger than any one person. And after we had our victory parade, we also brought the Palio to the cemetery so that those who could not witness mm-hmm. this victory were a part of it. Beautiful. That is heritage. That is culture. That's today. That's today. Anna Piperato, thank you so much for uh, giving us a better insight into Siena's glorious, chaotic, and amazing palio. Grazie mille. Viva Siena e viva la lupa. La lupa, the she-wolf neighborhood. <laughs> Each year, Rick Steves' tour guides take thousands of free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Europe, one small group at a time. This year, you can choose from more than 40 different vacations in Europe's best destinations, from Ireland to Greece, and practically everywhere in between. Begin your next trip at ricksteves.com.